1: Hey Field Hang 10, watch out for a new wave of episodes for Forgotten Cinema Season 9, Forgotten Summer. Ugh, really, baller, a theme season? Let me guess, we're gonna talk about films that were released in the coveted summer months that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences. You know it, bro. What we liked about them or maybe didn't. But we'll always recommend people check them out. Maybe they'll find their own Forgotten Summer gem. So check out Forgotten Summer wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hold on, gotta catch this wave. We're sitting at desk in a recording booth.
0: Hello there and welcome nerdy nights to the well-rounded table to bohemian geek studies where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms i'm pauline mcmillan jedi master and rebel scum collaborator
1: and i am pyro jedi Anders drew but no matter what rank you carry one thing will always remain constant much to learn we still have
0: exactly today we're very excited to give our initial reactions and theories for the newest episodes of the bad batch there will be spoilers for the episodes as well as rampant theorizing for future episodes so if you'd like to avoid that please tune into our rebels coverage and see what the ghost screws is up to instead but if you have seen the episodes we're going to cover grab a drink from the mess mm. and join us in welcoming back a couple of familiar faces as we discuss the bad batch episodes eight reunion and nine bounty lost
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: okay so we're gonna head right into our episode recap starting off with reunion episode eight damn what an episode Whew. Mm-hmm. i had to watch it twice because i was like what just <laughs> what the fuck just happened
1: it was a great it was I a great mid finale
0: so so good amazing i'm kind of surprised they didn't do a break just to be dicks about it mm, and be But like, they're oh. streaming
1: Like streaming doesn't really know how to do that yet
0: They don't and I, I don't blame them for not doing it A Definitely prime time. They totally would have done it Oh yeah us Because assholes and that's just how they <laughs> keep us watching We still will watch Just give it to us next week Okay so we knew to expect the Empire on Bracca But this got crazier As the episode went on We start with Crosshair letting Admiral Rambert Know that the Bad Batch had been spotted on Bracca Hmm <laughs> Interesting aside, though, with Rampart warning Lamasu <laughs> that he needs to know everything, everything that's happening on Camino. Oh my God. He can't yeah, he has to be apprised of everything. Yes, the bureaucrats micromanage. They need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Rampart sends Crosser to kill, not apprehend the Bad Batch. And then we get Wrecker <laughs> hilariously trying to teach Omega how to disarm an explosive. Very sadistic method here we love but you wrecker, but no. this is record absolutely
1: this is absolutely she's like 10. so what they were doing this when they were like just out of the pod
0: i know but she's not <laughs> she's just like oh yeah that seems easy It's like oh yeah well you do it then and of course she cuts the wrong cord but it's fine because he didn't actually give her live ordinance to work with exactly after this smoke bomb goes off we have wrecker and echo spot the scrappers they're like, oh shit, we've been seen. Yeah, you've already been seen a few times, guys. You, you, mm-hmm. hmm, you missed the first one, but they don't realize the empire is already on the way. Oops.
1: Uh, so they think they have some more time. So the bad batch decide that they are going to go on a treasure hunt around the Jedi cruiser, trying to find anything that they can salvage, particularly weapons and any intel that they might be able to sell. They really want to clear that debt with Sid, so they can kind of mm-hmm. be free of her. Maybe still be employed. Who knows? But. They don't want to owe her anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Echo just straight up airs his grievances about the whole thing. They are soldiers, yeah. not smugglers, and they should have gone with Rex to attempt to fight the Empire. Yeah. Omega and Tech are alerted to the Imperial ships arriving, but it's too late to make a quick getaway, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Quick uh, check in back on Camino with Lamasu and Nalase, who are debating whether to hire another bounty hunter to apparently get Omega back. Switch off back to Bracca. Crosshair successfully finds his bros, but he's unable to capture them because he sucks. (laughs) Not a trooper, but he's just. He's pretty good at his
0: job. He's He's, good at his job. He's 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 an an asshole. asshole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hunter leads the crew deeper into the cruiser, attempting, planning an attempt to escape through the ion engine. I mean, the thing's a piece of scrap. You would think that the engine is disabled.
0: Yeah, you would hope. You would hope that the engine was just.
1: I would think that's kind of the most important thing. Like, if the engine still works, why is it on the ground? Why didn't we fix yeah. it?
0: Well, and unfortunately, this is where Tech is like, oh, yeah. I turned everything on. Shit. <laughs> 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 My boy, it tech, was with the co- tech with the
1: comic relief, yet again. Love it whenever Tech says so anything.
0: <laughs> yes, Tech is amazing in this episode. He's amazing in all the episodes with this one. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies, turned on the engines. So Crosshair corners them yet again and has the ion engine activated. Omega's so cute. She's like, Crosshair wouldn't kill us, right? Right?
1: <laughs> no, the sniper wouldn't kill us.
0: Everyone is like, mm, yeah, he totally would. But he should know that his bros are absolutely insane. The Bad Batch proceeds to arm explosives around the engine and their crazy plan work. The engine falls. Like totally false with them inside of it. This is fine. They're holding on for dear life. Crosshair is really badly burned by exposure to the ion drive. Whoopsies! Should have thought about that.
1: He's alive, <laughs> but very badly burned.
0: Very badly burned. <laughs> I thought about that the entire time. I was like, "Oh no, is this an Austin Power situation? <laughs> what, is, what is happening?" Oh man, he actually bounces back pretty quickly for being how
1: I mean, back really to
0: well, injured he is. Yeah, Bacta is great, but I mean he is like up and at him immediately, ordering the other clones <laughs> Good on you, Crosshair, for just being that bad of an ass. Unfortunately, Hunter and Omega run into trouble as they're fleeing back to the Havoc Marauder. Cad, frickin' a bane. Hell yes. Mm. That when they oh. wandered in and were like, "Why are all of the clones dead?" It's <laughs> <I was laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Like mm, the clones didn't turn on each other, so this has to be something really big that's happening. This Clone Wars era bounty hunter is back, and he's just as deadly as ever. He defeats Hunter in a quick draw, Western style, very easily. I'm sorry, Hunter. Like you're great, but you're not going to be cat. Hunter,
1: he's he's a good tracker. He's not neces he's not a gunslinger necessarily.
0: No, they don't really have a gunslinger. I mean, Crosshair was the sniper, but I don't know how good he would be at a quick draw. Yeah. Against someone as good as Cadbane. I mean, he's got that hat. Let's just face it. That hat <laughs> it just means that he's a gunslinger. He can outshoot <laughs> anybody. Cad Bane stuns Omega and takes her away. Wrecker, Tech, and Echo finally make it back to the ship, but they're too late. Bane is gone with Omega and Hunter is critically injured.
1: <laughs> it's very, very sad.
0: mm Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so next up we have episode 9, Bounty Lost. We open up on Crosshair, attempting to apprehend the Bad Batch over Braca. So he's already back in the ship. He's, yep. patched, he's patched himself he's up a little going. bit, but he's, he's in the ship and he's in pursuit. And they are forced to just jump to hyperspace, letting Omega go with Cad Bane. They can't get to him in time. Mm-hmm. Cut to Cad Bane's starship, the Justifier, where Omega awakens in a cell. Unlike most morons in the Star Wars universe, she doesn't just start touching the force field around her cell. Like no, she's she's aware of this. Admittedly, this is not her first time in the series in a cell. <laughs> um so we also have Cadbane's Droid, Toto 360, is lamenting his broken leg that yeah. got diff that got damaged in the fight with Hunter. Mm-hmm. Back on Camino, Nala offers to go retrieve Omega, but. Lamasu disagrees because of her connection with the clone and sends Tanwi to rendezvous with Cad Bane instead mm-hmm. uh, on the cloud station Boravia. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Omega manages to sweet talk Toto into mm-hmm. letting her out of her cell so that she can fix his leg. So, so you know good. what? That like cutting wires and training and stuff that she was doing with Wrecker last episode, it pays off here because she does okay. repair the leg and then promptly knocks him out. <laughs>
0: yep whoopsies like i love you my guy i love a droid but also no i gotta get out of here <laughs> she's so cute i love 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 omega in this episode she's really like a go-getter like she oh yeah, she's herself
1: oh yeah she's absolutely on her own and she knows it and she's using everything that she's learned from each of the clones
0: Mm -hmm. a lot of ezra vibes from omega here being able to escape on her own
1: yeah no vent no vent diving but
0: although she does get out
1: well she gets out of the ship but
0: (laughs) yes she she does great like she's good at thinking on her feet Mm -hmm. omega tries to escape but she is caught between cad bane and glorious Bennett. shand is back in our lives hello migna when so amazing love 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 it who has arrived to, quote unquote, help her?
1: Yes, in her words, she's here to help.
0: She's here to help. I mean, obviously, she's got a blaster and a, a and mask. Is shooting
1: And is shooting Cad Bane, so, you know. She.
0: I mean, I mean that. that is helpful. But of course, Omega's like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> still going to run through. now, thank you. Yeah, she's going to run. Many fights ensue between Cad Bane and Fennec Shan, both with blasters and hand-to-hand, which was amazing. Their hand-to-hand fight was fantastic. It was like, oh shit! Like you got your work cut out for you, Cad Bane. You used to be the best, and now here we have Fanik Shan. I do love that. He don't take who on she Mulan in
1: hand-to-hand combat. Just, the, yeah, just no, don't do just it.
0: Don't, just don't. Although, if he would have been a like a superior badass, he would have been like, oh, I don't know you. <laughs> but instead, he says he calls like her by her name, and it's like, oh, she has a reputation. Just like Cad Bane, this is great. I love it. They're both trying to capture Omega. The young clone escapes, though, both of them, telling Shan that she doesn't believe her when she said she's there to help. Smart girl. is Very smart. Like, just get the fuck out of there, Omega. <laughs> Shan mentions that Lamasu wants to do to Omega is worse than anything she could imagine.
1: True. Earlier, Lamasu mm. did say that uh, they'll harvest what they need from Omega and then terminate her.
0: Not good. Yeah, that seems fine. Yeah. Mm. Can we get like a nice cloner doctor person?
1: (laughs) I think we have one. We have that We
0: have Supposedly. Supposedly. And we also have, I guess, our doctor guy from The Mandalorian said that he wasn't going to kill Grogu.
1: And like tried to
0: bodily protect him. But he's not quite on the same level yet that we know.
1: No, he's more like, he's like the he's like the doctor from uh, Jurassic Park. He's absolutely just going to sell the cloning secrets and shit. Like, no. Anyway, so Omega oh, does yeah. escape. <laughs> Omega does escape, and the Bad Batch are able to intercept her, but not before Tech has uh, done a little bit more digging into her. So she is the Omega to Boba Fett's alpha both exact genetic copies of Django fett with no tampering like other clones i mean other than the fact that omega is a female <laughs> that,
0: that does make her that does, mean, make her that does make her i guess they had to tamper with boba then right because according to jurassic park you have to tamper <laughs> with the female embryos to make them male <laughs>
1: You do, but when you're dealing with pure clones, I don't know how that works.
0: I know. It's like, we need the, we need a scientist. like We need some science up in this star. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We know so, that, everyone.
1: No. So she is valuable to the Kaminoans, therefore, because of her genetics. Also answering mm-hmm. one of my questions from way back during the Clone Wars, like after Jango Fett dies, could Boba be used as a clone source? Looks like the answer we might be leaning towards is yes. <laughs> Yes. So Fennec has tampered with Cad Bane's ship, so he's unable to follow her off of Boravio. Fennec calls her her contact slash employer, which turns out to be Nalase. So she was on a direct nice. contract with Nala Say. Now whether Nalase has uh Lamassu and tom Wee, in on this particular contract we're not sure because mm-hmm. at least one Kaminoan, it looks like has feelings and is willing to protect omega those are in fact her orders is to somehow protect her paying Fennec, she she's yeah, paying her laser. just to keep her out of cadbane's hands that was that was the mission for this particular one so as mm-hmm. we leave the episode omega shares a pretty fraught moment where she's terrified she Uh-oh. knows what lamassu wants to do to her now and Hunter promises she will never have to go back to Camino because they won't mm. let her. They won't let it happen. I don't know mm. if I'm using the phrase properly, but I'm pretty sure that's a Chekhov's promise.
0: Yep. <laughs> There's yes, not a is. chance Any- in hell that
1: this is gonna that this is gonna pay no, off. No. Well.
0: Anytime you use a promise in this sort of aspect in a story, it's not. <laughs> you mean well. Like he means well. He wants to be a good dad. He wants to protect her. But this is not she's going to be captured at some point and made to go back to Camino. Yeah. or at least made to
1: Or go she's going to find out something and she's going to have to convince them to take her back
0: Yeah, I mean it's going to happen at some yeah. point, whether it's if this is a one-shot series or if they're going to make it a multi-season series it's hard to say what could happen, but I can see Endgame her having to do something with the fall of Camino, Mm-hmm. which could be interesting
1: would be very interesting. All right, Colleen, let's shit. let's move ahead into our, our actual reactions. What did we think of these episodes and what were some of our highlights?
0: I loved both of these episodes. Uh my brother, mm, interestingly enough, spoiled the reveal of Cad Bane <laughs> on Friday morning at like 5 30 a.m. before God. I could watch the episode. i was a little mad
1: you text you texted us like you put it on our group thread like immediately i woke up to a text of colleen being like my brother spoiled the episode
0: i was so (laughs) mad i was and he's done this before he is a spoiler person he he doesn't care about spoilers really himself or so he says but he still likes to act accidentally quote unquote spoil things for people. And he spoiled the Cad Bane reveal for me in caps locks in a text. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> because Cad Bane wasn't in the trailer, so I didn't know it was coming. Like, I really, this was a, a, an actual spoiler. Like, if he, if he had said Fennec Shand, I wouldn't have been as mad.
1: Right, because we expect like, to oh, see her at some
0: point. Yeah, she's in the series. She's going to come back. <sighs> Ugh. Even with that, it was still a really fun episode. Loved seeing Cad Bane voiced to perfection. Just amazing. Corey is He's such a good voice. I love, love, love him. Cad Bane and his obsession with this hat. I thought it would be a lot more wide brimmed than usual, but I mean, he he still looks like a cowboy, so it fits his persona perfectly. Absolutely. And then he's still rolling with his little droid buddy. Of course, because when you get a droid
1: buddy, you got to stick with them.
0: You stick with him, obviously. I wasn't sure if it was still Seth Green in the first episode, but by episode nine, I was like, yes. Okay, this is him. Like you can tell much more in Bounty loss, that it's Seth Green's voice. Loved Omega trying to reach out to Crosshair, even though his inhibitor chip was like, bam, bam, no, shoot her first. <laughs> <laughs> For real, he goes, yes, shoot her first. <laughs> like wild, wild move, Crosshair. I like that we are learning more about the Kaminoans and how they view the clones. Omega and Boba in particular, they're like the perfect specimens, basically, from Django. And we get that little insight into their failed cloning experience. Super creepy. There was that Solisten clone, and then a Caminoan. Mm-hmm. The there one was. The falls on Fennec. I was like, at first, I thought it was maybe. Some
1: maybe other like an athorian or something.
0: Yeah, but maybe no, an it was definitely it a Caminoan.
1: It, it actually, was a I was it like, had me thinking of one of my other favorite shows, uh, sci-fi shows, was Stargate SG One. Which has the Asgard, which are the basis of our little green men or little gray men aliens, the classic kind of Mm -hmm. alien shapes. And they propagated Mm -hmm. for millennia just through cloning. Like they did not reproduce naturally anymore. They just transferred their consciousness from clone bodies to clone bodies. It's got me thinking about is do the Kaminoans actually produce or do they just clone them? Do they just clone themselves? Ooh. And is that, that an easy way to take out I'll a civilization? Like
0: I'm a clone and now I'm connecting with Omega. Yeah. That could be. I mean, if you destroy their one planet and they're nowhere else and they have yeah. no means of propagating themselves. Oh, it's so great. Cr- it's a lot like Fringe, too. There's a yeah. botland on Fringe for a superior species. So on Fringe, the superior species, I mean, they think they're superior, but you're pretty easy to take out if you don't propagate normally. Yeah. Which I think is what's gonna happen to the Caminoans. It's coming. Like we're we're eventually gonna see them get wiped out in this series. It's coming.
1: I would think so, definitely. What did you think? I was so happy with these episodes. I thought they were both fantastic. Um I loved the mm-hmm. the whole first episode getting kind of deeper and deeper into the ship. We kind of had it as like a horror movie going through in the the episode seven when they were going both you know, of these when they were going in yeah but this one was a little bit less horror just a little bit more like adventure like yeah. there wasn't there weren't creatures looking lur- lurking around every corner this time That's true. but it was still really really cool and I was just really happy to catch up with Crosshair and what's going on in Camino it's been missing for me the last few episodes yeah. I'm like we yeah. need to get back we to this like we need we need to. But both of these episodes were really action heavy, which was great. And they still managed to move the plot forward a decent amount.
0: And be emotional.
1: And be emotional. They were doing everything all at once, and it was absolutely great. Like Stuff from Mm -hmm. earlier episodes is coming back and is starting to pay off. We're getting some more answers. We're getting some more seeds planted for what's coming in the future. Mm -hmm. I'm just here to really know more. And I just want to see where we're going next. also, mm-hmm. I mean, I loved seeing Cad Bane back. He's always a great foil for whatever hero you happen to put in front of him. Yes. Um, I will admit, it had been a long time since we'd seen him. And so when he went over the edge, <laughs> I absolutely forgot for a second about his rocket boots. And I was like, oh shit, maybe this is how we're going to lose Cad Bane.
0: No, no, he's always ready.
1: He's always He's got like that
0: Mandalorian set of like anti-Jedi. Shit, yeah. <laughs> he's always ready to use, <laughs> which is great. I love it. I love Cadban. I love that he is one of the strongest non-Jedi characters. I mean, in the Clone Wars, he's able to withstand a mental onslaught from three of them. Yeah. So he is not to be meddled with lightly. So good on you, Fennec, for getting the <laughs> drop on him at all.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like twice. Like, well done, girl. Get after it, not Okay favorite moments i love the duel of the toothpicks (laughs) we've got got cad and crosshair both lovers of toothpicks in the same episode i love it cad ups the tension like a million percent and -hmm. then having crosshair there too it was like tension upon tension upon tension upon tension like this was a crackling episode there was no downtime really which was interesting to see I mean, we had a little bit where we were waiting for Crosshair to show up, but then once It'd he did, it was then. like, bam, 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 bam. It, like, nonstop action. It was really excellently done. Like, producing mm-hmm. mm, fantastic. The music. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I do- The Kevin Kiner, he's just slaying. Slaying yeah. this. This is just like, okay, Corral. Amazing Western vibes coming from these episodes, too. Along with the intense horror sci-fi aspect coming to it. Love the Hunter POV shot at the end of episode eight where it was just him love oh god when they're like he's been shot like he's been shot in the chest and Wrecker's like where's Omega and Hunter's like I've seriously been shot (laughs) get me in the ship for god's sake and then we can try and find Omega it was a really great choice I think because we need more of Hunter like we really do if he's going to be the dad like if he's the dad and the other clones are kind of like the fun uncles we really need more of Hunter and I like how this kind of parallels Agent Callous from Rebels in one of his episodes where we get his POV shot early on in an episode. I'm like, okay, if this is where we're going, I love focusing on Hunter, give us more. He can't just be Rambo in space. We need him to be something else. For the second episode, I love that kind of alien resurrection feeling to the green in the mm-hmm. clone pods. It's like, oh shit, like this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> This, this is, is not... an abandoned station. Like, this is not a good place for any of our heroes to be. The Kaminoans are up to some wild shit. But I do love that there's the outlier. Like, there's always mm-hmm. got to be an outlier. There always has to be somebody who breaks the mold. And it's Nala Say for our Kaminoans. She's developed a bond with Omega, who I'm sure Lama Sue's like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, we don't have feelings. Like, no. we don't get attached to our creations. Not clones. Not to like, clones, yeah, clones, at least. So- they're not people, like, they're property. But Nalise is like, "Mm, she's my girl, though, so (laughs) we're gonna help keep her safe. I do like that aspect of it. I love that it's kind of implanted since the first episode, with their matching headpieces, like, Mm -hmm. is obviously imprinted on this clone, (laughs) like, this is her baby, basically. I think this could end up fucking over the Kaminoans in the end, though, this connection that she has, because she's not going to be loyal to her people. And I don't know how that's going to play out exactly, but I don't think it's going to be good. Like, yes, good that she saves Omega uh, many, many times over, but... Bad over
1: people, for the I future don't. for people.
0: Bad for the future for people. Mm, especially if Omega or Boba are the only, like, hope, quote-unquote hope <laughs> for their future. Ugh. I love the Cadvan and Fennec are so well-matched. It's great. I love that it's an alien And a woman. Like, yes. Give it. Give it to us, please. I love that Boba is quote-unquote missing. (laughs) Like, where is he? (laughs) Where the fuck did he go? We just saw him in the Clone Wars. Like, he hasn't been off of our screens for that long, but I guess he's missing for the Kaminoans. Yeah,
1: they're not sure where to find him. I would actually think Cad Bane would be the one to know where he is. But I don't know
0: or Sang or Ventress where he is maybe we Uh, will find out I think
1: at this particular point point. in the timeline I don't think Ventress is going to be able to tell us much if we take Dark Disciple as canon
0: considering where we are yeah I know (laughs) but she would be one of the people who would actually have known where he might have been
1: (laughs) yes she would have been
0: (laughs) I'm crying now I'm sad you've (laughs) saddened me everything's fine (laughs) (laughs) How about you, favorite moments?
1: All right, so this is a really, really small moment. I'm personally just really curious about what Plan 7 is. So when they're in the Ion Engine, I think it's Hunter recommends Plan 7, and Tech tech is just like... What about Plan 7? (laughs)
0: And
1: they're just like, that does not apply here. (laughs) It was a great. I want to know what this is, like, but it was just... It was really cool to see the engine plan come to fruition, like detaching the engine from Mm -hmm. everything. Now, I didn't include this in the Easter egg section because I think it's a little bit too loose of a connection. But I wonder if the idea of Plan 7 is, in fact, a reference to the Young Justice TV series, where one of their go-to moves is, quote unquote, Maneuver 7, which kind of involves like you launching your fighting partner (laughs) across the room (laughs) to fight someone else.
0: Oh, the Kane and Ezra move.
1: More or less, yeah, kind of like the Kanan Ezra move. Black Canary, she's a great teacher. Um, and I know he's under the control of the inhibitor ship, but it was really satisfying for me to see Crosshair get, like, fried by that engine. Dude's just a dick.
0: Always he's has big, been. He's a huge <laughs> dick, yeah. Mm.
1: And then, of course, I mean, the surprise of seeing Cad Bane, I did not expect to see Cad Bane this season. I was so really, happy really for you. pumped.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> so glad it wasn't split for you. Oh, everything's fine. Yes, yeah,
1: it's OK. Um, like I said earlier, oh, okay. I do like the fact that Omega did, in fact, fix Toto's leg. And even after yeah. she, is, she escaped, he was like, dude, it, this is perfect. This is so well done. Look at this. <laughs> She's not trying to hurt anybody. She no. even like recalibrated his brain so that it worked better than when she initially put it on before mm-hmm. she also recalibrated his, recalibrated his brain to knock him out. <laughs> I was also I was really satisfied with the Kaminoans in episode nine. This is the Lamasu that I remember from the mm-hmm. Clone Wars TV series. I've been like trying to reconcile the Kaminoans that we've seen so far in Bad Batch with the ones in Clone Wars because they've seemed on two very different levels. Yeah. Um, this was very much the kind of ruthless type that tracks more with the the back dealing, kind of slimy little sneaks that they ended up being during the clone war series whereas for most of this most of the bad Batch so far they've been kind of like on their heels doing a little bit more like scrambling um so Mm -hmm. i've been it was really good to see that and i'm just here for any chance to see ming na wen whether in real life or in animation form it is a welcome chance that i take very enthusiastically more fennec shand
0: yes give us more she looks amazing (laughs) 10 out of 10 no notes (laughs)
1: All right, now moving into our <laughs> Easter eggs, connections, and callbacks. And let's start off with proton torpedoes. So when they're on mm-hmm. the treasure hunt, kind of going through the the Jedi cruiser, Omega comes across a crate of proton torpedoes that Wrecker is very, very excited about. He is yes. stoked. And Hunter thinks How that these are all. Also... <laughs> and Hunter also thinks that these are going to be the things that maybe they can sell off to Sid to pay their debts. Mm-hmm. Now, proton torpedoes sounds familiar. They are, in fact, the weapon that they have to use to take out the Death Star in *A New Hope*, because mm-hmm. that tiny little vent hole was ray shielded. You had to use yes. proton torpedoes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. It seems like proton torpedoes are also big in sci-fi in general.
1: Yeah, generally they're pretty—they're a pretty solid weapon. Proton is just a good, like, sci-fi sounding word.
0: Yes. Proton and Torpedo. It's Navy, it's sci-fi, we're gonna go with it. Yes. So next we have Cad Bane, he's back, y'all. This dude, along with his droid companion, Toto 360, and their ship, the Xanadu Blood. I love the Xanadu Blood. <laughs> Xanadu, the the of Charles Foster Bane, I mean, Kane. <laughs> Like, yes. Thank you, Star Wars, for giving us a Citizen Kane reference. They appear throughout the Clone Wars, notably during arcs involving invading the Jedi Temple, in which they broke Zero the Hutt.
1: Mm. Elite's favorite.
0: Not my favorite, <laughs> Anders. <laughs> I see this note in the notes, and this is inaccurate. <laughs> Fuck Zero the Hutt, y'all. Like, he deserved to die. Everything's fine. They broke him out of prison and then they also helped the separatists recruit other bounty hunters into a plot to assassinate Chancellor Palpatine, which didn't work because Obi-Wan is really good at undercover work. Cad Bane is known also as because one of the it was never real. bounty hunters. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it was never really real. I mean, it never was. They were never going to kill him. Cad Bane probably would have if Cad Bane would have,
1: money. but Duku Dooku was never gonna let it happen.
0: No, Dooku was not going to let it happen. There are some weird plots that go on in the Clone Wars. This is one of them. Cad Bane is pretty much the number one bounty hunter in the galaxy during the Clone Wars and after, now that we see. He is a really interesting character. There was an unproduced arc in the Clone Wars TV series that involved Boba killing him. So we maybe have that to look forward to. In this series, maybe Boba comes into his own and becomes the number one by killing Cad Bane. This is a lot of rule of two. <laughs> going on here. Like, oh, I have to kill Cad Bane in order to be a number one. Okay, I can do that. At this gotcha. point, he's a teenager. So if he does it, good on you, Boba. I'm sure it was a mistake or an accident. His ship in the series, Cad Bane's ship in the series, is called the Justifier. So he must have switched to a new ship. Sometime between the Clone Wars ending and the Bad Batch episode starting,
1: maybe Boba stole it.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. He's got to go find we Slave hurry. One. We're not sure where it went. Yeah, know. exactly.
0: We don't have Slave One yet, so he might have taken the Xanadu. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> How could he dare take the ship of Charles Foster Kane?
1: Kane, Kane, something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, next up. Unfortunately, we do say goodbye to Tanwi. She, she mm-hmm. does get killed in the fight between Cad Bane and Fennec. Tanwi is the first Kaminoan we ever met, all the way back in Attack of the Clone. She's the one who gives Obi-Wan the tour of the facility, brings him to meet Lama Su. We've seen her a few times, and here now we officially say goodbye
0: bye bye i'm sure you an asshole that's why fennett killed you <laughs> i'm sure she was she was always one of the, she
1: was always one of the more ambiguous ones though like Lamasu yes. was definitely just an asshole um yes. and she was like kind of nice ish
0: nice ish yeah, nice-ish. yeah. Let, let obi-wan in he Was like oh you're a jedi come on <laughs> <laughs> you got the robe everything's fine yes Uh, And next we have Boravio. Beautiful, beautiful cinematography on these shots. This is the first appearance of this abandoned colony facility, but it evokes a lot of imagery of places we've seen before. It obviously is a community facility. Like the shapes and things look very communal. The
1: doors are very, yeah.
0: Yes. Everything is very smooth and like organic looking shapes, especially when Omega goes into the escape pod. It looks very much like a creature as opposed to a ship which is really cool, like paying attention to details. Thank you, team. It's also very reminiscent of Cloud City on Bespin, where it's in the planet's atmosphere instead of being on planet. The cloning tanks with the abandoned experiments were called the Exicle facilities in Rise of Skywalker. Mm. And the brief glimpse we saw in The Mandalorian, much better in The Mandalorian. To me, this facility also calls back to the Lost World Jurassic Park. Yes. Again, Jurassic Park. When the stumbles Park. across the original site for the park. You have to wonder why Caminoids abandoned this place? Like, Why were they there? Is this maybe their original home world? Is the atmosphere better? Or is this some forbidden experiment that was going
1: Or is the atmosphere worse? <laughs> Did they find out that going down closer to planet makes for better cloning?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and yes. that's
1: why they're down on the surface on Camino.
0: That makes sense. I mean, we don't know how long this has been abandoned. We don't know how long those things have been in their tanks, but... Uh, Fennec stood up and was covered in that nasty water and looked yeah. pretty upset about she it. She was so not. Happy. It was ripe. Like there was some nastiness <laughs> happening yeah. there. Like, oh, I just got draped in a communion clone body. This is fine.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. No, just
1: not. no. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. And lastly, we have the mentions of Boba Fett and Generation One oh. DNA. So in Attack of the Clones, Lamassu mentions that in addition to his pay, Jango Fett just requested a completely unaltered clone for himself. And like I said earlier, this does kind of beg the question, could you clone Boba if he has not been altered? Um, mm-hmm. Looks like the answer is yes. And this, of course, this unaltered clone became his son Boba. But now we know that there is also another one, and it is Omega. I'm kind of curious, does this make them twins? Like are they the same age Is omega younger?
0: I wonder. I, I If think she's Omega's gen younger. 1. I mean, she seems like she's younger cuz Boba's like what 13 at this point?
1: 14? Yeah. But omega, I can't like quite I can Yeah, but I can't quite pinpoint it. Especially if their like, names she might have been are alpha and omega at the
0: same point, but she wasn't like awakened maybe.
1: Maybe yeah, they didn't I mean, they're grow her.
0: Supposed to be, yeah, they didn't grow her. Or they let her sit in stasis for a while before they let her out. But the Alpha Omega definitely insinuates that they're some sort of twin or at least a pair. Like they're yeah a pair together. And female, male, Adam and Eve, there's a lot of a lot biblical of that. shit happening
1: here. I too. mean, making them <laughs> twins would also just very much invoke Alpha Omega, Luke and Leia, Mm-hmm. as the like mm-hmm. the twins that can either save or destroy the Kaminoans mm-hmm. or the galaxy as a whole you never know Book of Boba is still coming
0: don't don't give the galaxy to the Mandalorians please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> either way Lamasu is hell-bent on getting Omega back because he doesn't know where where Boba is um, Nope, nobody
0: knows where Boba is wants
1: that generation one DNA and if she, again, if she was created pretty much around the same time as Boba, curious about what happens to Omega after the series. Book of Boba Fett just finished shooting. <laughs> so could we possibly see Can we Omega? we find the Lady Boba? Could Omega show up on her brother's TV show? Oh so god, many I questions.
0: Would, <laughs> I would die. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> Oh my god, if she's still alive, that would be amazing. we <laughs> would love it. All right, so next we're going to move into our prediction and our questions for the next episode. Ooh. <laughs> I wish Hunter would be able to keep his promise. We talked about this a little bit. I have a bad feeling that Omega's going to end up back on Camino at some sort of final showdown. For now, though, Fennec and Cad Bane are on her tail. Like, I think this is going to continue. I yeah, there's no way to shake these tail. Yeah, you have to keep Fennec and Cad Bane in the game now that they're here now i think we might not see rex again i think we might have seen the last of rex we might have seen the last last of the martez sisters like we just kind of cut a glimpse of them (laughs) this is more like the soldiers slash smugglers on the run from the bounty hunters and the empire now like they've kind of laid their feet down but unfortunately crosshair is coming like crosshair is not going to just let them go yeah. It's, it's going to end up in some sort of horrific showdown which I'm sure no one will die and everyone will be happy and fine.
1: Everyone will be fine.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, it's fine. Still think the Kaminoans are doomed and that this is the main purpose of the series. Like, yes, hooray for family that you found.
1: <laughs> hooray for family that Yay. you found also destroyed and um, this is how we got Stormtroopers.
0: Yes. Like, this is the rise, basically, of the empire like the empire yes has taken over but they are not necessarily in complete control yet and we're going to see the clones fall and we're going to see the community fall and we're going to see palpatine just be like yeah we're good now and yeah. tarkin be like oh yeah i'm gonna be the grandma for the outer rim now by rampart i think rampart is definitely also going to fall
1: yes he will meet his yes. ends
0: and tarkin will take responsibility for everything that he did
1: yeah, I mean, after this week, I think it's definitely guaranteed we're going to see Boba, if not next week, yeah. the week after. So we've pretty we've crossed the halfway point. Mm-hmm. We've got seven episodes left. I definitely think we see Boba in the next couple of weeks, whether or not he shows up again after that, or if it's just like a one or two episode arc. I don't know. Um, I'm personally kind of curious. I wonder if the Bad Batch is ever gonna actually return to Sid's part of me wants her to yeah. because I like having that like base of operations for a week-to-week kind of mission thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Like it was really nice when the ghost crew had Adelon and they were always like coming back and it was in, it was a central yes. place. I think some people haven't really been in on Sid as a character. I, I think know, she's Sid. fine. I like I her. Know, yeah. yeah. Well. Um and if but otherwise, they might just try and like kind of lay low somewhere where absolutely no one knows who they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Less risky that someone will sell them out.
0: That's true. So
1: we'll see. I don't know.
0: Well, I, I think there's a lot going on in this series. A lot more than I thought was yeah. going to be. I thought it was going to be a six episode episode.
1: I definitely thought it'd be yeah when this when this series was first announced and they were talking about this and some of the marvel stuff definitely yeah. thought this was only going to be a six six or seven episode thing
0: yep and, and now it has turned into something much different than i expected it to be yeah and i think it's going to be very rewarding at the end i think we're going to have our hearts broken into many many pieces <laughs>
1: many but, pieces
0: but i think they have a plan where I think so us, too, which is amazing and
1: I think and this writing. might be a chance I mean speaking of seeing Boba this is probably going to happen like Dave Filoni has his chance to produce the arc where Boba kills Cad Bane
0: yes I think we're <laughs> going to get that gonna, I think we will we're
1: going to ultimately get that
0: we need it we need to know like why Cad Bane isn't around like there's a reason that there's Boba reason. is the number one bounty mm-hmm. hunter in the time of the original trilogy like yes Ted it's not that old. Like He could have still been active during that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And here we get, we're getting the rise of Boba Fett now too. Like, oh, uh, shit.
1: Just in time for the book of Boba Fett. Everything's connected. God.
0: It's like poetry, <laughs> it rhymes. Yes.
1: All right, everybody. Well, that is going to be it for the Bad Batch today. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. Check out our website at Studies.com. You can watch all of our episodes, enjoy Colleen's Book Corner, where she's reviewing Star Wars literature, and contact us through email and social media. And as always, keep telling other to Join us. That really does help. You can also head over to forgottenentertainment.com. Check out all the offerings from the Forgotten Entertainment family, including yet another Star Wars podcast, where Colleen, myself, and our co-host Daniel just wrapped up our run, where we rewatched all of the films in the current Star Wars canon. That was so much fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. I cannot wait. I can't wait for Daniel to be back with us, too, for Bad Batch because Yes. Yes. We need He's been out here. for a
1: couple of weeks, and we need him back. But until yes. next time, Ion Engines and uh, Dismembered Droid Libs up. Keep those episodes streaming. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
0: Bye everybody.